Hi everyone, this is LOA Uncorked with Gina and Holly. We intend to have some fun around Law of Attraction principles. Let's discover and unleash the magic that exists inside ourselves. Tune in as we go on the hero's journey together to uplevel our lives with no bullshit, all truth, and nothing but fun. Grab a glass and join our virtual VIP conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to LOA Uncork. This is Holly. And this is Gina. Oh, my God, Gina. Okay, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I know. No, no, you no. You are this so, is... so lucky. No, no, no. Gina, this no, is my, no, 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 no. This no, is mine. No, let's fight. We're already fighting. Listen, <laughs> listen. I am so excited for today. I, you normally steal no, no, the you're thunder. you're wagging. Oh, I'm wagging. Oh, like, like so much so. I could barely sleep. With, I slept with one eye open. Okay, I'm but, so excited. But, but wait, okay, before this excitement... You really got a treat, Gina. In my you know, way. Oh, you know what? Huh. Okay. We, you got to drive with me for two oh, yeah. and a half hours to find this guest. Yeah. Well, you I know mean, what? Like, I mean, were we bad behaved or like, how did you feel about it? No, I thought it was good. So my strategy for the driving is actually, uh, that way I look like I'm busier. And so I don't have to like actually <laughs> look at you and like stay as engaged because then I'm, I didn't get my eyes on the road. And so that way I just, it helps me quite a bit because then I, then I don't have to like, uh, entertain or okay. watch the whole time. Then well, it, I, okay. So truth be told, you just get to look at me. Look she's at me. driving just my car. Yeah. And so I could sit cross-legged like Zen style uh-huh. and yes. play music yes. and just berate her with, Yes, I but don't know. but the truth Something. is, when you when 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 Holly drives, she drives with really one one knee. I mean, that's really that all true. you do. There's, you, you there's don't a need one arms. knee, and and there's there's a, a lack of attention on the road that is very distracting. That and I'm normally I'm not a scared person on the road ever, but it is a little it's a it's a little unnerving at times because I have tried since watching you with the one knee business. Yes, I have tried. I cannot well, you, do it. I cannot. There's to that. Yes, I, just, I don't I have it. I will tell you, like, I'm glad I didn't drive because we were so excited to get here to Portland because yeah. we have a very, very special guest very, today. We are on, on, on the moon. No. I mean, where are moon? we at? I mean, we're in Portland, but like, where metaphysically are we at? I don't know. What do you I mean no by idea. that? I have no idea. I was just going to say we're like, we're on location. That's all I was going to say. Oh. But I, could, I don't know about the moon. <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting at a star right now. <laughs> And, and that's not what we're no, okay, no, we're not. We're that. actually on location in uh-huh. Portland. And <laughs> I am so excited about our guest. There is I'm, a star involved, though. She is a star. I and agree. you are going to introduce our star, and then we're going to get well, to it today. Okay. Well, listen, I this is we're always excited about a guest. Always excited about a guest. But this guest, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. I I have been honored to be a friend, soul sister with this Aww. this guest for 15 years, Gosh, yeah. 15 long? years. And, and I'm telling you, when you think about people in your life that bring in love, joy, compassion, inspiration, learning, our guest today has been all of that for me in our 15 year friendship. And we were talking about having guests on that are fun that add to this kind of girlfriend vibe that live and want to curate a life that is meaningful and thoughtful and the best it can be. And our guest today is the prime example of just that. And so we're thrilled to welcome. Well said. Mindy Shotwell. 
Welcome, oh Mindy. Hi, Mindy. You're making oh me McClunks. Yeah, McClunks is such cry. a good word. Seriously. It's so very true. Yeah. I know. I'm trying. It's a good thing it's morning. If it was evening, I'd be more sappy. Well, so, we were going to yeah, do yeah, it in the evening, yeah. but thank God we changed. Yeah. Mutual Admiration <laughs> Society. <laughs> Mutual Admiration Society, to be sure. To be sure. Awesome. Well, Mindy has been a great advocate of the podcast. Always gives us great feedback. And yes. uh, she's... She's the type of listener that we're always excited about. And I think having our listeners listen to her life and how she's made her choices and stuff, it's, it is LOA at its finest, even without being thoughtful about it being, it's, it was, wasn't with an intention to be LOA driven. It's just who you are. So, well, and when we were talking about Mindy on the drive here, uh, we were, we were really while I was watching the road. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody has to. Yeah. Not and me. you were watching Gina. And both She's hands on the that. wheel. Gina's no knee involved whatsoever. I mean, mm-hmm. we're a little, yeah, you never know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but we were talking about Mindy and, and I know Mindy too, and she's, Luscious, yeah. all the things that Gina said, mm-hmm. and Ooh, you know, luscious. I know luscious. I'll take that. And that's I, that was true. better than mine. Damn, I'm up my. I have to up my. Adjectives. She's all that other stuff plus luscious. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that she doesn't realize she does is she curates her life. And mm-hmm. so I love the curation. And mm-hmm. so that is going to be our theme about curating your life, your job, your relationship. We're going to talk to Mindy about all those things and. Super excited about it. Yeah. So. so I think it'd be great if we started kind of where we typically start in most of our podcasts. And as a listener, you probably know, it's just, we want to hear, I think it'd be good to share with the audience kind of the highlight of Mindy, like a, a five minute overview of who I am, my <laughs> life, uh, kind of walk us through the key milestones of Mindy and and keep it, you know, we're explicit, but just, you know, some of the stuff you could probably leave out, you, you know, which ones I'm talking about. <laughs> Are there some? I want to hear them. Well, there might be a few things. So you want me to slow down? Miha. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Yeah. We could leave the slow down Miha story right on out of here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Good call. People are going to want to know what Miha means. No, we can't go there. We can't go there. Yeah. Yeah. It's an off air thing, I think. Um, Wow. So (laughs) I'm just a simple girl from Tukwila, Washington. Yeah. Quite frankly. Is that near Paul's bow? (laughs) Yeah. Damn close. Yeah, Damn I know. close. I know. Oh my God. I actually just shared that story recently. I did too. Yes. It's Washington humor. That's oh, funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The highlights. I don't know. Um, I have a sister, 18 months older. Mm-hmm. Parents are still married. Barb and David. Barb and Dave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Grew up in Tukwila mm-hmm. and um, moved to Portland in 2010 okay. after meeting my soulmate, mm. Tina Hoogs. Um, but yeah was um for all intent and purposes dated men and were with men and have 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 always actually had a charmed life quite frankly but then had some experiences and that that led me to realize oh you know maybe i enjoy the company of of women Mm -hmm. and i met uh, tina and kind of instantly knew like oh wow this is something real and beyond myself quite frankly I've said quite frankly many times. Actually. Oh, listen, you're going to listen to yourself and go, I say that word a lot. Yeah. It's, oh my okay. God. it's, it's a part good of your favorite charm, word. We've, it's we, a good yeah, favorite it's, word. It's, it's great. I love that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, so uh, made the move to Portland in 2010 and yeah, came out to, I guess, came out to my family who was 100% supportive and mm-hmm. my friends, all but one, were 100% supportive. And mm-hmm. um, that's just a piece of who I am. And yeah, I love life here in Oregon. I mean, I I, I don't feel like I have a extraordinary mm. life or have gone through extraordinary circumstances. So I feel like I'm pretty average, but 
But yeah. you're discerning, right? Mm-hmm. And so when, let's talk about friendships. And so you're discerning about your friends and who you spend time with. So when yeah. we talk about curating your life, we think that you've done a really, really excellent job of you know who, knowing who you are and discerning what works and what doesn't work for you. Mm-hmm. So can you talk about that? Whether it's the person, you don't need to talk about a person, just yeah. your thought process behind how you do it. Do you do it unconsciously or are you conscious when you're making these choices? Yeah. Um, the first thing I thought straight away when you were saying that is I kind of went to the beat of my own drum as a younger person, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, stylistically, I would dress a little bit different than the mainstream. My sister was very popular in school, like high school cheer- yeah. cheerleader on prom core, all that, got good grades, all that good stuff. And I was a little bit off that path. Yeah. And so I think that just innately, I kind of just do what feels right to me. So unconsciously, I do that, mm-hmm. not in, in a stand or anything. Mm-hmm. And... I also feel that I'm always someone who loves nuggets of wisdom anywhere I can get it. And it could be a sign I see driving down the freeway, or it can be um, a note that someone leaves for someone else. I mean, anything and everything. And so I think that those little nuggets that I've had, that I've grasped onto throughout my life, have led me to just, to as you say it, unconsciously kind of curate my life. And it's from podcasts like yours that really help inform me. And I just love it, right? Because that's what it's about Mm -hmm. is kind of picking and choosing what best serves you and what your intentions are, and the kind of life you want to lead. So I would say yes, in friendships, I've had to make some discerning choices and protect my energy and, and what's best for me, knowing that ultimately to stay in something like that wouldn't be of service to them either. Right. Right. Because right. I can't be my full self or my true self. Right. And therefore it's a disservice. Right. But how did you protect your energy? Did you know how to do that? Did this come innately or how did you, are these, these nuggets you picked up? How did you figure that one out? Yeah. It's interesting because I've, I've had people in my life choose to pull away from me for whatever reason. And I don't know why they did. Hmm. And I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, that's so harsh. But then fast forward years later, and then I find myself in a similar position and you just have to make a choice. It's self-preservation, I think. And it's, and it, it does, I guess, take courage on some level to do that. But ultimately it's, you just know it's not serving you and it doesn't feel good. So you have to make a change. So it's just out of circumstance that I, I did it. Right. And, and a I, couple of situations I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's like a moment of pause where we say, like, I really believe that if they don't have the same vibration as you or it's just not jiving, that it's not personal. It's so, not about them. But yeah. I mean, Mo- you can grieve it. Yeah. Right. You, sure. you, we grieve relationships, sure. any kind of relationship. 100%. Yeah. But, but sometimes it's best. Like I've mm-hmm. had that happen too where – you know, either it's you or it's the other person doing it to you. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, is I look at that saying, okay, well, not one's better than the other. No. I don't do mm-hmm. that. But I do think, mm-hmm. okay, well, we weren't dri- jiving and shouldn't be together right now. And it's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And mm-hmm. let's grieve it if we need to grieve it. And then we move on and we mm-hmm. attract what we need. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because Melinda Gates just recently said something to the effect of, I'm paraphrasing, but essentially our relationship can no longer flourish together going oh, during she said together. That about Bill. About, about Bill. Bill. Well, you know I sexually harass him. 
Yeah, I'm not going to do that I, anymore. Yeah, I did. I did. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to sexually harass her. Then I've decided. Oh, God. yeah, that was good. Anyway. But I mean, that her comment in a yeah. nutshell really resonated with me because it is true that at some point, regardless of the relationship, professional, personal, romantic, there does the partnership point that is potentially. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's reached its max, right? right and right. so it's where you are in gratitude of thank you for the years and the time that we've had together, but we're splicing off and going a different direction. No, I agree. Yeah, when that. you think about how finite time is, you know, and I think as we, you know, our vintage continues to to age a bit, like, the perspective changes. I think when you're in your 20s, you don't even think about that sort. Of, I didn't anyway. Don't even think about the investment of time and what is a partnership? It doesn't, that's it doesn't right. have to be a marriage. I mean, yeah. I think that's, that's right. maybe the primal, you know, most maybe important partnership in your life. That's what, that we're, that's mm -hmm. what we're taught. But I think any friendship, relationship, family investment of time, I think there's always this connection that you An have to invest in time. It's huge. It's yeah. huge. And so when you, when you understand that, and, and this is what I've so learned a lot watching you, Mindy, over the years, curate your life is, you know, you're very intentional about your time and selfish about it in a good way. And I think we've all, as females, we're learned selfish is a bad word. And mm -hmm. I, I think it's, uh, it's unfortunate. We need to rebrand it, Gina. We need, oh God, yeah. here we go. Here we go. We need to rebrand it. We are it the worst rebranders, but we want to rebrand everything. Why, it's the whole oxygen mask on <laughs> yourself yes. before you. anyone else. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, self exactly. love it's absolutely. from the peanut gallery. Self love, yep, yeah. Self -love. We're we're doing self love, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I hate that too. I want to rerun that too because that just feels like I don't know it's masturbation. There's nothing wrong with masturbation. Everybody does it. Well, but I don't want to think about someone else doing it in their self love time. I just really don't. I mean, okay, well, <laughs> you whatever. understand my point, right? I do, I do, okay, I do, right, I do, right, I do. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, okay. I think what you need to do, but I don't want to talk. about The word investment is really key and huge because. I think that that's what it's about is both parties have to be willing to continue investing mm -hmm. the time and energy and effort it's, it takes to right. maintain a relationship. Right. And, and I, yeah, it's in my more mature years that I've realized and I've not put infinity on all my relationships. Yeah. I realized that some things maybe have a shorter lifespan right. than others it's that old and being okay with that season or a reason. Yeah. So sometimes people are brought into your life and you're there, there for, a reason and, and they could be there your whole time sometimes it's just for a season and they are gone and that's both are important yeah and both serve a purpose right yeah for sure for sure so tell me about so in full disclosure uh minnie and i worked together for gosh seven years i was gonna say eight i was at seven okay seven years previously and so we all know each other in the workplace as well yeah. and have had some really fun growing not only just as friends but as professionals. And so can you talk a little bit about your professional career and how we talk about energy and how you preserve your energy or manage your, mm. you know, the hygiene part of energy, how you find and strike a balance between given your professional career. Can you just talk a little bit about that and your strategies there? Cause I think you've done a masterful job. Of oh, it. thank you. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. So I actually got into HR because I, I tempt at a company and I witnessed the HR manager and I thought, wow, her gig looks fun. She's socializing with people. She looks happy. <laughs> she's I Julie, do that. she's Julie McCoy. Yeah. Yeah. She's the cruise director. That's right. Yeah, she was Julie the cruise director. I was going to do some fun Yeah. 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 Yep. She looked, she mm -hmm. looked like she was having a good time. I'm like, mm -hmm. I want to do that. Whatever she's doing. I think Gopher had the better gig, but keep going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gopher? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? It was the bartender. Are you kidding? Oh, we yeah, the totally. Game. Bartenders yes. do have a good time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which Julie true. was one not Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, it's yeah. true. Um, so that actually is what kind of 
that was a pivotal moment for me of, okay, I think I'm going to look into this HR thing because I was looking into, or I was doing my prereqs for dental hygiene. And I'm like, do I really want to be in oh, people's God. mouths all day? In people's Good mouths? God. And quite honestly, no. I just was not the, the the level student that you need to be to get into the hygiene program. So there was that too. That, I mean, it there wasn't, was that reckoning it wasn't of, for you. It wasn't no. for me. I mean, you're very hygienic, but why do we need to I'm make really intro I'm really focused on my orifices. And yes. Gina can attest orifices to that. Orifices like, are important. Ears, mm -hmm. no, like I want all the things to be clean and yep. tidied up. Yeah, yep. that's true. That's true. I had a, I had a dentist, not for other people. I had a dentist once tell me if you don't floss, it's like a fart in your mouth. Oh, oh, God. oh that's interesting. It got, that, it got me flossing now that daily. That is a public oh. service announce <laughs> You're announcement. Welcome. Flossing PSA. is important. You are welcome, people. Flossing is important. Mm -hmm. yeah. Flossing is, if you don't that's, floss, it's a fart. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like God, a thank you for that. Yeah, Go thank ahead. you. I mean, like, but let her welcome. finish. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> I thought I'd add it in. It's, it was so, yeah. So, I'm on this, you know, this HR journey and... I have to say that I interviewed for the company that Gina yes, and I worked yes, at. Yes. And that was a, a, a <laughs> noteworthy experience for me. It was actually it's a really was. good experience and I could go into that, but for I me won't. too. But um, what I wanted to point out about that is that shortly after starting working with Gina, I remember she and I were having a one-on-one -on -one in her office and it was end of day. It was like four mm -hmm. o'clock or something. And I, when I interviewed with Gina, I straight away was like, this is like, we are kindred spirits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's how mm -hmm. I felt. And I didn't, I kept that to myself, of course. So then fast forward, I'm employed by her and um, I'm in her office for doing a one-on-one. -on -one, and I said, I, I think I'm the one that said it first. I was like, I, I really want to be your friend. I'm afraid. Can you oh see the look my on my God. face? I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, what I are you going to say? That, yeah. That. I, I really want to be your friend. And Gina literally looked at me in the eyes and said, I want to be your friend too. Yeah. And then we were like, but how do we do this? Because we're, yeah. we're, there's a, you know, employee, employee, you know, er, manager yeah, yeah. dynamic yeah. here. And I was like, I will totally toe the line. I, oh I, my God. I will not accept with me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we get well, you two are badly yeah, behaved did, together. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you guys need to handle her. I know. Yeah, anyway, it's not so, good. That's the cutest yeah, moment. Yeah. I remember that. And very, we had a conversation. And I already considered you a friend. Like, I, that's how I roll. But, and I thought we did a but very outside impressive of, job. Outside of yeah, work, yeah. yeah. And I, you said, yeah, I talked to my manager yeah, about it. Yeah. And, and she was saying, yeah. well, yeah, Diane was saying, well, yeah, you have to tow that line. And I'm like, I will tow it. <laughs> and I, I have that. put it because yeah. I've, yes, you have. I've, yes, you have. Well, have you guys ever? So, for the audience members that are friends with their managers, yeah. I, it doesn't work for everybody. It doesn't. Um, no, no I've, I've learned that actually. I mean, recently. even if you're a good employee and you're good, a great leader or a great manager, do it, it just yeah. doesn't work. I agree. And so, actually, you, yes, yes, you we've seen those situations. Called her on, I mean, I'm sure you got in trouble for something. I mean, I oh, think uh, I made you get in trouble oh, for yeah. something. I think I'm this pot stirrer here. Oh, yeah, but yeah. Well, maybe like, you didn't need a lot of help, but I mean, every once in a while you did help her. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did you guys put that barrier up, friendship and work? What What did that look like? And how did you guys navigate through that? And did you have times where you were upset with one another? That's my question for both of you. I would definitely say that for me personally, I, I have made some interesting choices in my youth and growing up as a yeah, young professional. Sure, we all have. Mm -hmm. And like I've always said to Gina, <laughs> I have a healthy fear of disappointing you. Just like uh -huh. I have a healthy fear of disappointing my parents or any of my friends or my wife. Yeah. I mean, yes. like you want to do right by the people that you love and care about. Yes. And that ultimately was what grounded me in, in this dynamic of mm -hmm. having a friendship outside of work. Right. And so to me, I completely kept it separate. 
it's like Mindy at work and Mindy yes. privately. And I, you know, I definitely, she knows things about me that no manager should ever know about their employees. Yes. Oh, right. This is true. This I is true. love that. Some of them you <laughs> saved till after it was no longer managing you. But that makes that me That is a true story. Thank God. But I do think like we, we did a, I think a really incredible job of finding balance between, and you're right. I think Agreed. when we were in the office, what happened in the office didn't impact who you were as my friend. Like I thought of those two relationships as separate. Yeah, um, and I, they informed one another, right. they informed one another, but they didn't like impact one another, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So when I knew something, you were working on something at uh, work, I would always find ways to weave it into your personal life and how those two could complement oh, growth, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It could, you could grow either way. And both it will impact your ability at work too, right. if you grow it personally. So I always did things like that. And I think my biggest worry for Mindy, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, so I, I don't mind saying it, but the impact of being in HR for me and my personality has been bigger, I think, than you've allowed it to be for you. Mm-hmm. And I think I always felt this push and pull of what I know sometimes can require of someone. And my I overlaid my challenge with it sometimes with not wanting it to impact Mindy's spirit and who she is as a person. So, you know, okay, how wait much- a minute, let me unpack yeah, 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 that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what you're saying is that the job yes. um, was, you were worried about it being stifling to yes. who she is yes. in an authentic way. Yes. And so you tried to run shotgun or something to try to smooth that over. Yeah. I mean, because I think, but but isn't that your issue, Gina? Like, it is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I overlaid my issue on on my friend, you know, and a employee to in a way to protect. Because you know, yeah. there's a fine line of really uh, integrating and doing a really good job and not sacrificing who you are. Mindy does a much more. She's just incredibly better job of that. Well, because herself. she shouldn't be there if she can't be herself. Correct. And she, yes, and she was able to fi- strike that balance. I was the one struggling you with it. You should let I was her so, cuss. I mean, that's the problem. I do let her cuss now. Okay, yes, right. absolutely. I did say bastard at work once and yes. it didn't go over well. No, it didn't go over very well. So well, we cussed well, you can say, together. You can say it now. Yeah. Bastard. Yeah. I think Loudly. I actually said fat bastard. No, no, no. I, no, said, no, cheap. I said cheap bastard. Cheap bastard. I said mm-hmm. cheap bastard. Well, okay. So let's let's talk about this. So, so from my perspective... Mindy has a wickedly good intuition. So I want to talk about your intuition. Mm-hmm. And so I met Mindy. I work with her as well. Mm-hmm. And she was helping recruit. And somebody walked in the door. And she's like, oh, no. Okay. Like she picks up on mm-hmm. Absolutely. the things that aren't there. Mm-hmm. She picks up on the things, the little subtleties that people do, whether it's, mm-hmm. I don't know, like very subtle subtleties. Um, and I'd be like, oh, I think they're okay. You're like, oh, no. Okay. Like we would like get rid of people immediately. Like she would cut out the shit mm-hmm. and tell it like it is. And sometimes we'd cuss and we'd get in trouble. I'd say, oh, I'm not going to tell Gina. Okay, let's cuss. <laughs> and because um, we don't want Gina to get mad because she's, you know, okay. And so let's talk about your intuition and how you use yeah, that right. at work. Yeah. Because I do know that you, did you know you were using your intuition back then? Because you did talk about things that really nobody else would see. And did you know that? And I know you use it in your personal life, but like, yeah. how, did you recognize that? I don't think then I did. I think yeah. I just was like, my spidey sense is telling me that this is not going to be a good match. Spidey sense. In her yeah. first interview, she called it spidey sense. I'm like, well, that she is called brilliant. it spidey sense last night too. So mm-hmm. she, my spidey sense about Matt Lauer. We were like, Matt Lauer's a pig. Okay, so mm. she was my spidey sense said that it wasn't. He was good. always a pig. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. always a pig, and yeah. everybody else, all the other ladies were like, oh, Matt Lauer. Where in the world is he? Oh my god. Okay, and she's like, yeah, no, my spidey sense says no. 
go. Yeah. Okay. He was an asshole. And not only was he an asshole, but he, he was mean to Brittany. And anybody who's mean to Brittany is not a friend of mine. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. keep going. Okay, so. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know what it was. I'm trying to think back. I was not raised. My sister and I were not raised in a household about right. female right. power and trust your gut and any of that. It was about safety Susan. So I think we're both <laughs> safety Susans to be sure. Yeah. You know, we always like triple check the doors are locked and all the things mm-hmm. and walk with a purpose and put your chest out and oh my God. know where you're going oh, and all that. Stranger go danger. To the yeah. yeah, that was institutional. Yeah, 100%. Don't, don't leave the primary location. Yeah. Go to the secondary location. So I probably overdrive on that and yeah. I want to, I want to try and reel back on that a little bit actually but um mm. i don't know where the intuition piece came in i just i just have natural maybe i just have heard different things throughout my years about trusting your gut and yeah. listening to that little voice and so i do i do mindfully do that and i i try to honor that when i hear it or mm. react to it or pay attention so balance is is like my word that's my word and i'm like how do i find a beautiful tattoo i can get that signifies balance. That's what I want to do. But when I joined the company that I'm with now, I thought, oh, you know, this gig that I'm doing in recruitment, it it doesn't, it's not serving my heart, my heart space. Like yeah. this isn't where I can bring the best value. So then I kind of swung to the other side and was doing employee relations. And that was almost like too heavy to your point of like mm-hmm. the, the emotional hygiene and, and all that. I'm like, oh, that's almost too depletive. Right. Yes. And I can't, I can't honor, you know, my lightness mm-hmm. in this space, really. Although the team, fantastic team, fantastic team. But and so now I'm in this business facing role. But I think I always come down to where do I feel balanced? Mm-hmm. You know, I do. Where can I activate my intuition? Yep. And when you're dealing with business leaders mm-hmm. and advising them and being a thought partner, you you need to. I think this work is intuitive. Absolutely. Yeah. To a degree. It's a it's a balance of head and heart, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And so mm-hmm. it's important that I'm able to do that. And when you're when I was in my previous role, you could do that too, but it was just heavier. It was heavier content, but okay. all the time. Right. Like no one, it was like you were the dentist yeah. at this corporation. No one wanted to come and see you. Yeah. No one wanted to have to deal with you. Right. Well, and you're only doing root canals. I mean, you're doing That's the right. worst you're only, thing possible. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And yeah. you're or doing these gnarly teeth. fillings yeah. or you're giving yeah. someone dentures. Yeah. Like no one wants that. No. Right. Well, some people might be okay with it and be able to have boundaries up for that, but that didn't work for you. But I do think what you say is the head and heart goes with wherever you go. That, yeah. That's right. For Even sure. in that for job. Me. Yeah. Because it's the sure. balance. Yeah. It's all about the balance. So for if sure. I, yeah, if it's too heavy, then I'm just, it doesn't, I'm frustrated. Right. And I, and it, it's not it doesn't turn out well right no and so folks that are frustrated in their jobs or if they're doing something that you know doesn't involve heart and head that's it that is a signal then that they should probably move forward right that's and it's a disservice yeah absolutely. and it's a disservice to themselves yeah, yeah. and, and the you don't fear moving forward yeah you know i i i don't like mm-hmm. i just feel ultimately no. i'm going to be okay and life like it doesn't take a lot to be happy and what makes you happy is who you surround yourself with and being in good health. My, another mantra of mine is your health is your wealth. Yes. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we're simpletons for all intent and purposes. 
Well, when you talk about like your intuition, did you hear your intuition? Is it a feeling? How did you, when you're connecting and bringing that forward, I totally What does the spidey sense yeah, like, show up like? Whether it's at work or in the boardroom or however you're dealing with it, you everybody has one. Or friendships. Or and home. so how yeah, did yeah. you acknowledge that? Was it like, yes. Yeah. So do, how do you, do, did you acknowledge it? Like you hear it or you just feel it and, and, and honor it? Because a lot of us feel it and we stuff it. Particularly yeah. if we don't like it. Like, let's stuff the idea. Like, mm-hmm. I love this person that we were interviewing. You're like, yeah, no. How do you have the courage to go, I'm sure that that person's crap. Okay, like, I mean, I'm talking about an interview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I'm sure they're not really crap in real life, but crap for the job. So, right. right. But, like, how did you have the guts to do that? How do you listen? How do you know? Where is the braveness there? Because I feel like you're very brave. Mm-hmm. You know, gosh, Thank you. I think that's, I consider that a compliment. I actually worked with a gal in ER who, employee relations, who said something to the effect of, you're a fierce truth teller. Yeah. And I was like, you it literally are. gave me chills. You I tell it like it is. I don't, but I don't, I just think all we can be is ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I, so how does it, how does it help anyone to not? And so, and I also want to encourage my spidey sense and that little kind of whisper voice in the back of my head. Yeah. Like I need to honor it. And so it's all about the delivery. So I think I can say like, "Mm, maybe consider this about this person or have we thought about this or Sometimes I right. think when I was younger, I just came right out and said, "You did yeah, that person yeah, is not going to work." And yeah, I appreciate that because I love yeah. that. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that makes it work. But I understand. But again, I feel like I still that. That's part of the brave thing. Yeah. When you're younger and that's brave. To yeah, she was brave. I feel like I still get there, but in a more gracious way. I think I get there, but in a more gracious way. Right. So and so it's important to honor that spidey sense. Yeah, for me, it is. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's a, something that a gift that we all have. Mm-hmm. And to your point, some people hear it or allow right. for it and other people right. don't. And I want it. Like mm-hmm. I want to tap into that and have it always accessible to me. Do you intentfully go into meetings and or things asking for spidey sense to show up or do you just feel like it's going to show up? The more I don't you ask want. for it. So the more you honor it, the more it shows up. Yeah. I would say that there are times when I ask for strength going into a meeting yes. with someone who I feel is more challenging. Yeah. Or right. Yeah, help me understand what I'm supposed to get from this person. Right. But as far as my intuition, I just I don't ask. I just mm-hmm. if it flares up, it if it tickles me, then I'm like, oh right. okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, one of the things that Mindy's always said and I mean there for the audience, we will list some on our on our show notes of some of the Mindyisms, oh. some of our favorites, the Code Red Sector 4. I mean, some of the things you guys have heard on the podcast. The they're Mindy. They're Mindy's. Yes. They're Mindy's. Yeah. Really, I should pay you every time they happen. There's yeah, some royalties, like royalties, royalties or something. Um, the peanut gallery is eating. Hopefully you guys can hear that. So um, <laughs> what I was going to say is one of Mindy's most iconic Mindyism, and I use it still today, is uh, let's not sugar- sugarcoat the turd. Oh my let's God. Let's not sugarcoat a turd. So let's just say, let's just, Let's not sugarcoat the turd. Yeah. Uh, let's not hide it. Let's just, let's just, it is what it yeah, is, right? It is what it is. And I think you're right. I think in terms of the delivery, uh, you know, you always say, I just feel, I feel obligated to point this out. Like, I just think it's in service to an open dialogue or an honest conversation and, mm-hmm. and it facilitates good, good communication. And it might be uncomfortable, but it's important to say, because if it's not, then you bury it and it, it will show up again and 100%. again and again, right? 100%. And that's important to have in anything, but I think in, in human resources, it's a big deal. So yeah, yeah you've always been a, an inspiration with your non-sugar coating of the turd. 
I just think I just show yeah. up as me and I yeah. think I've had to be reeled back. Yeah. You know, like Gina's had to say, uh, Mindy. I know. And I felt bad about it. But should she say that? I'm no, not it's sure. not even that, but it was other things. Like, you know, I, it's... There's she's, some youth had, in there, because you, you were really young when you were yeah. at, yeah, that's what I'm at saying. our... Yeah. I've had some, I mean, that's why I say you were, you were brave. You were braver than you are today. You were... You're still very brave. That is ballsy at that age. Like, she just was who she was authentically every day, and it was beautiful to watch. But I've had some guiding lights that have helped yeah. me. Tell you us know, about in those. A, like, give us some examples of... What were some pivotal things that changed you? Because, you know, the one thing I will always say about Mindy, too, is <laughs> she, we joke about her uh, memory and she needs ginkgo biloba on a regular I, basis. Yeah. I, I, I feel like you're pre on that regimen pretty good I did good take now, it for a spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, <laughs> Didn't help. Yes. <laughs> no? But what I will say is she remembers the important shit. So she may not remember how to get somewhere or when it was or who she was with, you know, four years ago, but... She'll remember the nuggets, like you were saying. Like you remember something that changed you. You remember the story about the office. I'm not sure I would have remembered that story about. Which I want to be your friend. I want to be your friend. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, that was. A I don't big know. That, I mean, again, I think the pivotal parts of your life you distinctly remember, and you don't forget them, and they change. Well, you should flush they out all the, the and stupid shit that doesn't mean anything. My point that's beautiful. Because our brain can only hold so much. Right. Okay. Right. Like why stuff in stupid shit? Right. right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you do an. Um, uh, a masterful job of I just making discern the important things somehow I discern memorable yeah. and you don't forget them and they change who you are you yeah know? so can you kind of talk through maybe some of those just one or two of those examples of things that you now like ground rules you live by now that you learned along the way from oh, the light gosh. people or from what because yeah. that's how it started yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah oh gosh do you have like a, some core values or like something that you like go when you're making some of the important decisions about where you spend your time and invest your time, are there like some ground rules or, or core values you follow that are maybe informed by some of your experience? I mean, I think I just always, I just want to be my best self. Right. And, and if, and if I'm considering doing something that I don't really want to do, mm -hmm. then I, I used to say yes to things that I didn't want to do mm -hmm. or maybe I was halfway interested in. And sometimes it turned out wonderfully and I yeah. was so glad I did it, right? Right. But then more often than not, you're just like, oh my God, I'll never get those two hours back. Yeah. And so I think it's just recognizing, yeah. it's, I don't have, I wouldn't say I have ground rules. I think I just want to be true to myself right. and therefore being true to the people around me. Right. And... I also recognize too, it's like, I'm like, I'm not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. Meaning mm. if I choose to extract myself from something because I'm not in the headspace to be there, yeah, then it's actually going to be a benefit to their situation and what they're experiencing. Right. I don't right. know. Does that make no, sense? No, it totally makes sense. Like I just So if you're if you if you don't feel like you're going to be able to bring your whole self or your full self to it, then it's in everybody's best interest you just Yeah. You know, even if they take don't a recognize it in the moment. One. Right. 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 So you don't worry about what people think about that. No, I really don't. Mm -hmm. wow, no, and I also Did you at one you did at one point though? Yes. And I also am a believer that I don't need to tell someone if I can't make something. Why? Why I can't be there. Oh, that's so beautiful. Because okay. I'm like, why do I have I it doesn't matter. I should be able to just say, I can't make it have a great time. Peace. Right. And that's enough. I shouldn't have to say, I can't make it because, right. and, and qualify it. 
Right. right. I don't know. I just, I just have set those kind of boundaries for myself in the last many years. And you feel like people, for the most part, respect that about you? Yeah. And most people aren't going to say, well, why can't you come? Yeah. And, well, and the others probably fall away. They can't handle that. Yeah, probably yeah, yeah, fall no, away right. naturally. Yeah. And those are, that's okay because that mm -hmm. doesn't work for them. Mm -hmm. But the alternative doesn't work for you. Yeah. And so you have to be true to yourself. That's yeah. what you're talking about. Hey, Gina. Hey, Holly. Listen, Gina, I'm going to be begging for some ratings here. What do you mean? I'd like our audience, if they like us, to rate us five stars. On, on any of the podcast platforms that, yes. that you're, they're listening to. Is that yes. what you're saying? Okay. Like Apple, Spotify. And don't you think it'd be awesome also if they really do like us to add a little comment? Oh, comments would be great. Absolutely. Okay. It really helps us bring the podcast to you and continue to get the feedback that is necessary to bring new listeners. Thanks for your support. Back to the episode. Here we go. I'm also a quality over quantity person. Right, right. So my sister and I, as a prime example, she would talk, she would probably enjoy talking over the phone more often than we do. Right. I'm someone that I would rather spend time together and have conversation than be on the phone for three hours. And you run into friendships where that's tougher. Yeah. They mm -hmm. want that constant connection. And, right. and now I just say it. Like, hey, I'm mm -hmm. like, I only, the only person I talk to every day is my wife. Mm -hmm. And if we weren't married, mm -hmm. we probably would not talk every day. Right. Right. I right. mean, that's just the reality. And so I think it's just being honest with who you are. And it's yeah. like, and there you meet in the middle. Mm -hmm. Right. Because. Right. Right. I don't know. Yeah, no, I I think that's that's perfectly stated and and really hard to put into practice for I think for most people, right. but certainly for some people maybe more so than others. So it's 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 just getting comfortable with with thinking about it from that that angle and and honoring yourself. It's it's an honor of yourself. It's it's not a byproduct of the person that you're saying it to. It right. is just about it's about you, right? Well, and now and now that I'm saying it out loud, it does seem selfish. Right, because it's about me and, and what I want and my boundaries. But to be fair, my sister and I, she's the second most person I talk to. Uh -huh. And we probably <laughs> talk on average like once a week or once every two weeks. And that's a lot. That's a lot. But yeah. that's me flexing. That's me giving. Yeah. Right. Right. Because I want to make the investment. Yeah. But here's point, the thing yeah. is is I hate the selfish word. So we I will rebrand yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. But by you honoring yourself, I prefer that, although that's too long, but by you honoring yourself, you're the best self for your sister, for your wife, for everybody, for your employer. When you show up, you're not depleted. You're actually your best self. So you're serving everybody. So when right. we say it's selfish, it's not. You're right, actually that's such a good serving point. Yeah. everybody in the highest form possible. And the people that don't can't get around that are the people that might fall away, but that's okay. But like that is why being calling it self-centered is so outrageously wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's in service. You're in service to yourself, Very good which point. means your light shines brighter and can help and be of service to others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, I, I well know said. both of you very, very well. And you guys know I'm the opposite of what Holly just explained. <laughs> I give too much to, and I have seen the effect that it has on my closest relationships, my my yes. friendship with Holly. Yes. I've seen, I'm sure you've experienced it with me where I am so depleted because I allow that. Everybody brings their little plate and I feel obligated to fill it up. And then I am like, 
have nothing for yourself. Sucking wind when I show up anywhere because I can't like I have no. And then for me, like like if she's upset, I know, and like like I'm upset, then I need to work. It impacts you know, her because I don't manage my right, own shit. Right, because you're right? trying to compensate. Yes, yes, yes mm-hmm. because it makes me sad. It's like your children or your dogs or your cats right. or whatever. Like when they're not doing well, you're not doing well. Right. Yeah, and, and so, Holly's been good about reminding me um, that you know, listen, that's your shit. You can you you can flip this. You I can am, flip it. I mm-hmm. am a big believer that, and I, and this is through reading and and listening to different podcasts, but it's like. The circumstances, the circumstance that you're in, for in a lot of cases, not all, mm-hmm. not all circumstances, but in a lot of cases, you you create, you designed it, yeah. you mm-hmm. you are perpetuating it, mm-hmm. right? So unless you activate mm-hmm. to do something different to make the outcome different, then you're choosing the circumstance. So yeah. if I find myself kind of like self complaining in yeah. my head, I'm like, check your shit, Mindy, because unless you do something different, you are going to stay in this circumstance. Right. Right. And so, um, and that can be applied to all facets of life. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. that's, yeah, that's a really good point. Mm -hmm. You know, like you're saying to Gina, you control this. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I now see, you know, I think you can, you can look at it in uh, marriages. You can look at it in the closest friendships you ever have. And, but you'll see the impact when you think of someone like I think of, of Holly, like I think of you, like when I see the impact of my stuff on someone else that I care about, I mean, that's the opposite of what I want as somebody who wants to give everybody what they want, right? right. 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 It's right. the complete opposite with the absolute last person I would want to do it to. And right. so it does, when you think about it from that standpoint, I think it motivates someone who is maybe hardwired to, to get in there and figure out your hardwiring and re recircuit yourself a yeah. little bit the so oxygen it mask have... thing is such a good it's visual yeah. It's, yeah. It, i do yeah. i do think for me like, it is like for all of us and you're talking about like mm-hmm. our best our relationships mirror our issues and so you're mm-hmm. saying well when i see it reflected off of my friendships or then i think okay well i i need to change it motivates me differently to yes yeah. and so yeah. our most intimate relationships are our biggest change agents, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you yeah. talk a little bit about that, Mindy? Like, have you learned things from your most, you know, intimate relationships, whether it's employer or the know, love personal, of your life? Yeah. Love of your life. Yeah. That Tina Marie over there, mm-hmm. she's such a generous, mm-hmm. generous. She is. Spirit. And spectacular. Just always mm-hmm. thoughtful of other people. And I always admire that. And she, and my sister also helped me be more um, willing to share and mm-hmm. less, I guess, possessive mm-hmm. of things, whether that's tangible yeah. things or my time or what have you. Yeah, I think that my sister has inspired me to be more philanthropic Yeah, because oh, she yeah. volunteers time and oh, I'm that. like, oh my gosh, like you juggle so much and, and you volunteer yeah. at, at night after you've ridden the bus to and from Seattle, you know? Wow. Um, so she's awesome. inspired me. Tina's inspired me in the same way, um, just in her retirement, just getting involved in different mm-hmm. things. I think that there's always nuggets around you if you pay attention yeah. of... Mm-hmm how to be better. Yeah. Right. But you have to, and you guys talk about this a lot in your podcast is you have to be open to receiving it. Right. And, and like taking the blinders off and 
like going outside of your myopic view and and thinking yeah. and seeing bigger. Um, so, the, you know, it's funny because I feel like, I think in one of your episodes, you guys were talking about writing down or somewhere, oh, it yep. was Andrew's book about writing down yeah. people that have been pivotal. Yes. And I started doing that. And yeah. Gina, you were one of those people on the list. Mm -hmm. And it's just awesome how you can kind of track all these in little and, and big ways, right. different people have yes. or experiences experiences rather have shaped, shaped you. you yeah. um, and that's such a good exercise because it, it leaves you in gratitude. Right. And yeah. you also see how far you've come and how far you've grown. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I think that there's learnings and, and lessons all around. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, Tina and I often reflect, I'm always, always in gratitude of you know, our life mm -hmm. and our good health and our families mm -hmm. and our friends. Um, we have so many amazing people around us really and are do. so, so blessed. And they're all different and they all mm -hmm. serve a different purpose. Yeah. And that never escapes me. And I, I often remind myself of that because I think we need to. Yeah. You know, because it's easy to get caught up in the stupid shit of the day to day and frustrated about this team meeting or... Mm -hmm not being able to impact change in the way you want. But at the end of the day, it's like what matters is your friends and your family right. and your health yeah. right. and everything else kind of falls away, right? Yeah, I think a lot about, you know, how grateful, and we talk about on the podcast, how grateful our cast of characters is to yeah. us. And obviously you and Tina are a big part of that. But but when I think about your cast of characters and the crew that you you live your life around, the friends that you guys have, it's it's an exceptional it's an exceptionally well curated posse of people. Well, let's talk about this posse. Yes. So, yes. Mindy, if you were going to give advice to your posse of beautiful, connected mm -hmm. friends from all over, and you're going to be able to sit here and give them advice right now, what advice would you give them? Like to live a beautiful, good, curated life. I mean, you started with gratitude, but let's keep let's let's keep it going because you started that list, and I was like, oh, she needs to go up. Mm -hmm. She needs to continue oh. the list on. Mm -hmm. Just like a, you know, just from the top of your head, what things would you tell if you were sitting having a glass of wine with your your curated friends and said, "This is what I think you guys all should do." What would it be? And Mindy was preaching. Oh what would Mindy preach? Yeah, what preach would, Mindy, what would preach? Mindy preach? Just, oh my just the little, the small, the you know, all of it. Oh my gosh. Well, from little things, I would be like, enjoy all the yummy food. Like, yes, enjoy the food going. and drink. Enjoy the There's food and drink. There's a Taurus. Yep, yep. yep. I would say, mm -hmm. you know, for me, it's all about cozy. And my wife is also a Taurus. So we're mm -hmm. all about home and and having a an environment that's super yummy mm -hmm. and luscious. I'm adding luscious to my luscious vocabulary. Right. That's, that's really such a good word. I think too, just being honest and saying the things that you need to say or want to say to your friend I, I or to your family that you're somehow kind of reserved to not say or because it makes you feel vulnerable. Mm -hmm. um, I started saying several years ago to certain friends, I love you and not just love you right? I because love. I feel like love you is different than I love you. I totally agree. To say I love you is, it we feels vulnerable. Please not spell it L-U-V either. I don't spell it L-U-V. Yes, I know. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it, yeah, it's so funny. My aunt Matt, he'll often say L-U-V, mm -hmm. love you. Mm -hmm. And I'm not like, but that's not a, that's not the same mm -hmm. as saying I love you. I agree. Right. Mm -hmm. That's just me. But maybe for him it is. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Right. But mm -hmm. for me. Um, 
So I remember starting to do that and they maybe didn't even notice my friends that I said that to, but it, it meant something to me right. to yeah, know that right. I was showing up real to say, I love you, friend, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. It's like, let's not take ourselves so seriously. Yeah. And let's stop beating ourselves up. Let's oh, stop, yeah. let's stop like the negative self-talk. And I have to remind myself of that all the time. My sister and I were talking about that this morning of just how critical we are ourselves. And, yep. and you know, a dear family friend of ours, Jackie, um, a couple of years ago, I think she was 83, was saying like, I need to lose um, some weight. I'm so fat. Are you and I'm kidding like, me? And I'm like, how fucked up are we mm-hmm. as a female society yep. that at 83 years old, we're, we're still saying worried that about we're it. still worried about our weight. And, and it is something that is yes. just perpetual and it's nonstop and it's been on my mind forever. And, but like that, like we yeah. have to, it's, we need to flex a different muscle there and tell ourselves to just be gentler. And, and at the end of the day, again, I it doesn't that. matter no. in the grand scheme of things. It doesn't matter. Right. Right. A hundred percent. So as long as we're healthy, and, you know, we're moving our bodies and eating right. And yeah. And, you know, it's funny because we're all wired differently. And for me, work is a means to an end. I live for my nights and weekends to be with friends, to be with my wife, to be with my family. Yep. So we're all replaceable like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Snap, snap, snap. You guys talked about your snaps. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love snap, that. Snap, snap, snap. I do Very that in true. meetings. And you yeah. know what? You're replaceable at work and you're replaceable at home if you aren't yeah. showing up. Yeah, that's right. Oh, right? yeah. Touche. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, of the two, what's most important, and I think we all would agree, it's not work. Right. I mean, work's important in terms of the contribution, not in terms of, you know, how long and what, and not at the expense of family right. and friends and that you know, something's going to give of life. something's got to give. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. 100%. So yeah, maybe it's just some of those things. Yeah. I love that. You know, we were talking last night and I wanted to bring this up because I think you were talking earlier about, you know, being forthcoming and, and having, being able to, to share, speak your truth and, and share maybe some, un- have some uncomfortable conversations and in, in the spirit of making a relationship or a situation better. Can you talk about your approach to, when you're frustrated or challenged, whether it's at work or mm. with your dear Tina or anyone else, when when you're at an impasse and you're feeling something, can you can you kind of like give you know what line I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, for can sure. Can you talk about that in your approach to it? Because I think it's masterful, actually. Me too. Yeah. 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 So I think so it's interesting. So so Tina and I started dating in two thousand and nine and then I moved in in two thousand and ten, about ten months or so after we started dating. Mm-hmm. And we we had this thing where we were working out at the gym and she would always say like, okay, so what's the plan? What's tomorrow's plan? Just like even to this day, she'll say, what's your work day like tomorrow? Like mm-hmm. you have a lot of meetings, et cetera. And I would always say, well, so I'm going to go work out and then, you know, have my work day, blah, blah, blah. Well, then of course the next morning would come and I would hit the snooze button <laughs> or I would turn it off right. and I wouldn't work out. And she was great and at some point came to me and said, you know, a hot spot for me is when someone says that they're going to do something and don't follow through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, duly noted, what are we talking about? <laughs> so when you say that you're going to get up and work out and then you don't, yeah. that aggravates me. And I don't care if you don't want to work right. out. If you don't want to work out, don't work out. But don't say you're going to work out and then, and then wor- not. not work out. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, that's okay, noted. <laughs> And so um, that was really healthy because she shared how she was feeling. Well, then fast forward a couple weeks. 
because then I'm like, I'm just not going to say anything. Right. If I work out, I do. And if I don't, I don't. So then a couple weeks later, she says, so um, what's the plan tomorrow? Are you going to work out? And I said, well, I think for the health of our relationship, you shouldn't be asking me that question. <laughs> and she said, touche. Yeah. Touche. So that's one thing that was, yeah. I thought, but it was just a really nice, I don't know. It's a really, it was a really nice dance yeah. of how well, we both shared how we were feeling without, but, yeah. but keeping it in perspective. It's almost well, a teaching moment. It for is. Both of you, well, right? because you, I mean, typically you, you wouldn't think that I'm letting her down because this is me and my workout. What, what does she have to do with that? Right. right? And then that's the, right. And then the second thing is, is that you could have gotten all angry. Like she's pissed off. I'm not working out because she doesn't like my body. That's right. You know? And so we could go all kinds of ways if we're mm-hmm. not talking about it, when the reality was, this is just like her, trigger and she wants you to be true to yourself and it's going to bother her if you're not going to do that. Yeah. And I think, I think part of my thing too, is that when that I've learned is that if someone tells me something, I'm going to believe what they say. Right. I'm going to take them at face value. I'm not going to try and, and I have, and I still have to check myself sometimes, but I try not to spin on something. I try not to create a story around something that I don't know to be true. Mm -hmm. So if you say to me, I'm not feeling well. I'm not able to come to your party. I'm yep. going to trust that you're not feeling well and you can't come to my party. Right. I'm not going to read into something. And right. so I think that that's the approach that I just took with Tina in yeah. that moment was it's not about my weight or my body or, you know. It's not about me. So that that's the key component here. So what we do and what you do masterful is like, it's not about me. I'm, I need to discover what it's about. Right. And most people say, okay, well, there's something wrong with me. Like, you know, like that's that's it. And yeah. I have to say that um, that has been a muscle that I've been trying to build is to remove yeah. my ego out of yes. a lot of things, a lot of things of, in how I do my work and mm-hmm. how I have my love relationships mm-hmm. and my friendships and my family relationships because it's so easy to get caught up in ego. Right. And it's important to be able to extract that out and look at something objectively so that's something that I try to do. I'm not perfect though. So of course no, I'm fallible that. just like anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so another, um, <laughs> another. I can't remember exactly what the situation was, but something had, had come up with Tina and I was upset. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was upset about it and I, I can't remember. And you know, your first instinct is to pull away. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm ignoring this person. Mm-hmm. But I remember consciously thinking, she and I are literally mirrors of each other. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if mm-hmm. someone said this to me, this is how I would feel. I would be so sad or hurt or fill in yeah. the blank. Right. And so I know that that's how she's feeling right now because of how I'm reacting to her. Right. So I want to show up differently because I knew how she was feeling because we're so similar. Right. So Beautiful. I was in the bathroom for like five minutes and I come out of the bathroom <laughs> Because I'm like, how do I tee this up? Yeah. That's, that's. Without it going sideways or without, getting. Yeah, without yeah, getting ugly making or, it, Yeah, or, making yeah. it worse. Yeah, yeah. So I come out of the bathroom and I went up to her and I said, I'm having a hard time appreciating you right now. <laughs> I love that line. I do and love that. I'm going to so, use that oh, line. And she, so you guys, good. it works so well. Yeah. But she literally looked at me and she's like, Okay. Right. I can deal with that. Like, oh my god, I love that. It's like I can, I can work with that. Is what she said. I can work with that. Let's yeah, talk about it. Yeah. And then I was able to. Then she gave me the space to say, 
when you said this, I immediately thought this because I started to do what Holly was saying earlier, which is spinning and right. creating the story. Right. And I, but because I was able to kind of pull away from it and yeah. be like, okay, so if I'm feeling this way, or if she said this to me, this is how I would feel. So I was able to put myself in her shoes and then approach it in a more mature way. Yeah. And then I came up with that phrase. And I don't Beautiful. know, I, it just came to me like, what is it that I'm feeling? Right. I'm just not appreciating her. Right. Because of I X. love that. Well, and I, but I, and you said this uh, when we were talking about it l- last night for a brief minute, because I think you used that term last yeah. night, which prompted us yeah. to talk about where the gen- the genesis of that statement. But like you said, it's it's not then it's not about her. It's, or not, it's not about, about anyone. The, the, you're not it's not about the person you're talking about or not appreciating. Right. It's about you struggling to. It was find appreciation in the based on the situation, it, right? That's right. Because yeah. again, it's like I think back to like even how I how particular I am about how I like the sink to be cleaned out. Yes. Right. At some point, it's like this is the normal, you know, I'm I'm doing yeah. a flatline. flatline this yeah. is like the normal expectation. Yeah. And I'm up here. Yeah. So at some point it's not about her and what she's doing. It's right. I have this higher expectation. Right. And it's in that same spirit that I was like, She's not doing anything wrong. Right. I'm creating chaos and story around what she said, and that's about me. Yes. Chaos that's, and story, that's about you. Brilliant. That's my shit, mm-hmm. right? I'm projecting. Right. And she fortunately received it well and then gave me the, the playing field to or say, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So let's talk about that. I love that. Yeah, and I think, you know, all of the things that we're talking about, like... And it's assuming good intent. It is. I was assuming good intent on yeah. her part. Right. Right. She wasn't out to make you miserable, and you right. knew that, but but you were not feeling great about the whole and thing. And you weren't right. out to make her feel shameful. Mm-mm. Exactly, and she wasn't out to make me, yeah, feel bad about right. myself or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I love yeah. that. I mean, I think all of the, I mean, those. that's sort of a tactic, you know, and we've talked about it on the podcast before around, you know, whenever something's, when you're triggered, it's rarely about the person. It's There's something in yeah. you that needs some Expection. acknowledgement, attention, rectification. It's, it's usually yep. about you, more yeah. about you than the other person. Right. Mm-hmm. generally speaking. So when you say, I can't appreciate you open the dialogue, then you can uncover it. Otherwise, you just bury it and it just sees under there and it shows back up again. It pops right. back up again mm-hmm. until you can have a good conversation mm-hmm. and you, you've found ways to curate really important conversations with those are, that are important to you. Around yeah, you. but it's, but that, that to say it's all, it's all and always work because you know, when I think back about even the sleeping, the napping conversation mm-hmm. that we had earlier mm-hmm. is, and this is something for all of us to know is, yeah, we could be successful in a lot of ways, but we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. And we're going to hold things back and not share or mm-hmm. what have you. And, you know, Tina napping was concerning to me and was a trigger for me. Mm-hmm. And instead of just coming right, I mean, I think I have said that to her actually, I did tell her that um, a couple times, but very nonchalantly. Mm-hmm. But I kept making comments right. to her about it. Yeah. And right. what's unfortunate is that for a long spell, she didn't tell me how she was feeling, that right. she was feeling that I was shaming her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And I wasn't being honest with her to say how much it was bothering me. Right. So we neither one of us were talking about it. Right. I would make my little comments that to me were benign. Right. Which but really, aren't. But were loaded. Yes. Really. And luckily she in just made the comment about shame. And that was mm-hmm. like, wow, what a wake up. Yeah. So it's like, but it, that's just a reminder that it's always still work. Mm-hmm. Right. You have to right. consciously say, let me show up as my real self and my true self. And let's right. talk about what you said and how that made me feel. Right. And why it made me feel that way. 
Right. And it's both ways. It, like both people have to do the dance. I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. well, everybody manages energy differently. So yeah. if it's a nap, it's a nap. If it's something else, it's something else. Right. right. So, and just to open that dialogue and keep that perspective, regardless of your history, about right. Those things, right. right. It's, it yeah, super. It's challenging to do, but when you come at your life consistently that way, whether it's work or home, and you apply it consistently, I think it it it's it's a game changer for people in their life. And if I think if you think back to who you were in, at 20 or 25 yeah. and where you are today, I mean, it's, it's a magnificent evolution that I've been privileged to watch. Oh. And it's, it is, it's, it's, it's brilliant how you, I've learned so much from you in that regard and, and watching you and, and being anytime I'm in uh, with you and Mindy or you and Tina, excuse me, I, I, I learned something about relationships or I see something that I go, that's beautiful to watch and you don't see it that often. And I, I'm, I hope you guys appreciate what you've created and curated because it's, it's a gift to all of us around you to watch mm-hmm. and, and be in presence of and oh, be, absolutely. you know, benefit from and learn from. I mean, I feel loved and respected. And, you know, when we talk about people who show up 100%, you always do and your energy is always beautiful. And, and, your wife, I mean, her ability to hone in and have a really deliberate, thoughtful, connected conversation is so yummy. It's it, luscious. It, you, it's luscious. <laughs> it's it's not something you. I don't think humans take that time and and are intentful with their relationships the way you guys are. And so it's it's beautiful to watch. So I know I love that. It's it's a page from the Taurus. It is a page from the Taurus that makes complete and sense, doesn't it? And amazing humans yeah. beyond the Taurus. Yeah. So for yeah. sure. Yeah. So Gina, okay, so listen, we've had Mindy. I know. And I know, right? I know. I we know get where you're going. More of Mindy. Uh-huh. But what is our last lightning round question? Like something that Oprah would ask, something that oh. Renee would ask, something that like like just makes her spin like a top. Ooh. Oh, stump Mindy. Is that what we're doing? We're well, we don't want to stump her. We just want her to spin and come out. So what is our last question that she could ask, she could okay. impart to our audience? Oh, so oh. I'm thinking. I have one. Yeah. How about I throw it out there and you can make um, it can better I, and then we can. Well, I don't it. know that I'll make it better, but well, you can make, add. You yeah. can add. Okay. So let me approve. So when you think of. I think about this a lot. So I'm just curious what Mindy would Excellent. say. Excellent. Okay, um, this is great. When you think of, you know, and again, we, we talked about a whole lot of things earlier today that are depressing. I want, I don't want this to be depressing, but I, I, when you want, no, no. when you think of how would you want people to describe you and your life? If you were to, if you oh, were to sum up yes, who you I, are and how, walk in this world, if you yeah, could come like up with we are a talking, sentence or two around that, like if, if what's your goal for what, what people do, would yes. say about you and You're your life? You're not in the room. and You're not in the room. Honest exactly. to God, I would want people to be, to be honest because it's yes, so interesting. But what, 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 they what say? is honest? Yeah, like, and I will what, say. Yeah, okay, I will okay, say. All right, all right. Okay, great. Okay, we'll be quiet. No. <laughs> I just want to say because Let's I not have, stump her. I, I sucked at this, but keep going. You didn't spin it all. But yeah, keep going. and I think it, it's probably because you know, in death, we we hold on to the to what's beautiful about somebody, yes, and exactly, you know, all the lightness that they bring or they brought and mm. all that. But I'm like, I, and I get this from my mother. My mom recounts the story of when Becky and I were infants, and Becky's lady, her sister. Mm-hmm. Becky's my sister. Sorry. Mm-hmm. 
And she would be with us at the supermarket mm-hmm. as babies. And someone would be like, oh, your daughter, she's so beautiful. And I would be like, no, she's not. And she is <laughs> oh not cute God. right now. Oh, yes. I mean, according to Barb Shotwell, yes. That's, what, that's what she would say. Oh, my God. And so I think what She was I, having a hard time appreciating back then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Luckily, I, you know, I filled in my cheeks. You, you, you did really well. But, yeah, both of you did well. But um, I think what I have, what I learned from my mom <laughs> is that my mom is a truth teller. Uh. And you I'm know, not sure that was the truth, though. But I'm sure you guys and, were gorgeous. Well, but. I mean, in her perspective, maybe from her, her perspective, it was. I mean, I was like a big sumo wrestler. I mean, Becky and I were both <laughs> like we were we were large babies, nine six and ten nine. I mean, okay. oh, that's and big like blotchy then. and you know just a blob. She's in the making of the a couch. big like she looks like a laughing clown right fish. Now. Yeah, yeah, laughing Buddha, Buddha. but yes, like pale, yeah. not cute, blotchy. Yeah, <laughs> but all that to say is that. Um, I would want people to remember me for who I am, which is I can be moody. Mm -hmm. I can be grumpy and selfish Mm -hmm. with my time. And I can, Mm -hmm. I can be ornery and, you know, not very giving of things or sharing, not a very good sharer at time, like all those things. But yeah, I can also be zany and like what? Like kind of ditzy. And I can be smart at times and I can be, yeah. silly and I can tell a good story and like all those things. That's what I would want. It's like, yeah. because that's who we are. We're human beings, you know, we're yeah. imperfect. Yes. And I would want people to call out like, Oh my God, so opinionated or, Oh my God, she just, you know, so crass. I remember when she would say X, Y, Z when she was young. And yeah. that makes me kind of blush to this day, mm-hmm. different stories. <laughs> yep, there I have, a, the, I have a few of those. That's mm-hmm. what I would want it to be. I wouldn't want to be like mm-hmm. sunshine being blown up my proverbial ass, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? Because Absolutely. Again, no sugarcoating of the turd. No, no. it's yeah. like, yeah. yeah, because I can be you know, an asshole just like everyone can be an asshole. So yeah. it's about realness. Yeah, it's like it's just realness. be real, you know. She is who she is and unabashedly. and Yeah. But – beautiful and perfectly imperfect right yes and we all should be that way yes. in my opinion and you're no sumo wrestler no no not at no. all not at all i mean i could show you that baby picture though <laughs> oh my god not cute not cute maybe we'll post it yeah <laughs> all right oh, Minnie. this was so this much is fun so oh my gosh, this is so thank fun. you so much for sharing yourself oh thank for you for having your story, me story for sharing your realness your authenticity we so appreciate it and know our audience will as well well and i will say you start i think in the very beginning of the podcast you said you don't live an extraordinary life and i challenge you because i actually think as our listeners listen you have a charm you have life. a charmed well to be sure exquisite life and and i, I think, realize we have a charmed i, life I think for sure. what we've always been talking about in this podcast is if it's the life you you want to live if it if it's if it's authentic to yourself it's exquisite and it's it brave to do that it's hard to do and it's when it's done and it's done well with the way I, I've seen you curate your life it's it's a beautiful thing for others to be around it inspires others so that's why we are excited to have you on the podcast oh, um, because it you. is an extraordinary life so thank, thank you. you so much for being here we so appreciate you and who you are in this world thank you thank you and i thank love you, you shot well i love you tina Henry. i love <laughs> I you, love Holly you. <laughs> <laughs> all right everyone all right thank you until next time bye-bye
Thank you for joining our VIP conversation. And please visit us at our website, www.loauncorked.com. See you soon. Bye.